Welcome to the heart of the Big Bend. It's time to kick back, put your feet up, grab your favorite beverage or snack as we discuss, declare, proclaim, publicize, and articulate about the wonders, magic, beauty, music, and happenings here in the area known as the Big Bend of Texas. Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us again for Heart of the Big Bend. This is a podcast and radio show coming to you every other week about visiting the beautiful Big Bend of Texas. Specifically, we will cover what's happening in Alpine, an incredibly friendly small town nestled in a desert mountain valley at the heart of the Big Bend region. With easy day trips from Alpine, you can take in everything this amazing region has to offer. I'm Chris Ruggia, Director of Tourism for the City of Alpine, and today I am joined by Benjamin Garcia, who we're going to talk about the Granada Theater. Hi, Benjamin. Hello, Chris. Thanks for having me here. Well, and thank you for reopening the Granada, first and foremost. I think I'll speak for the entire community and everyone who drives through. Thank you. So uh, the history of this building, this is a historic structure that's been in the middle of town. It was built, from what I could tell, the same year the Holland Hotel's new building the brand new Holland Hotel back in 1928. Uh, and so it opened, I think, in 29. And so all to right at the start of the Depression, it was the movie theater in downtown Alpine. And I've seen photos. There's a guy, Russell Lee, who took a lot of photography in Alpine in the 30s. Uh, there's one shot of, like, westerns and all these little cowboy kids in the 30s waiting to go into the, in the movies in that front archway of the Granada. Yeah, and no, I think I've seen that, that picture as well. Yeah, and so uh, I'm, I don't know when it closed, but certainly it was active through World War II, through the 50s, into the 60s, maybe the 70s. All I know is that when I got here in mid-90s, it had not been a movie theater for quite some time. It had changed hands a few times, and all the fixtures were gone. It seems like sometimes there would be like a late-night like dance party or something in there. But then finally in 2009... Karen Travlin bought it, and Charles Maxwell did those renovations, at, as I understand it. Folks, email me and let me know when I'm wrong. Uh, so Charles Maxwell did most of the work on that for what was then the Saddle Club, the bar next door, and the theater itself. And uh, so then that's when it became an event space. And so uh, I was trying to remember like when that closed, because Karen moved away, it was managed for a while, and when that manager moved on to something else, it shut down. And this, the town lost the theater, they lost the saddle club, everyone was sad, and that was, do you know how long that was, that it was closed? Yeah, they uh, they closed in February 2018. Okay. And I just missed it by a couple of weeks, because like, I moved to Alpine in February 2018, and the whole time that I lived here, uh, the building had been closed. And all I heard was good things about it. Yeah. Um, but I never got to see it when it was open. And so what? at what point did you start thinking, hey, maybe I have something to do here? Uh, so that was, um, like, my background is in business consulting. And so I've spent a decade just helping other businesses, other business owners get their projects going and make their visions come to life. And I was... I guess really eager to see that happen in Alpine. I really wanted to find some ways of improving the businesses that were in Alpine instead of always helping companies that were in the faraway cities. Yeah. Um, and one area that I thought I'd want to start that is well, I wanted to stop working from home for one. I wanted to have an office space where I could meet other people who were also 
um, had these talents for enterprise companies and could use them in Alpine, um, but find a place where we could all meet and collaborate. And so I started looking through commercial buildings in town to see what would make sense for a co-working space. Okay. And in, so that's what started it? Was that? that? Was start, yeah. The main, uh, my main desire and motivation was to create a co-working space for networking professionals in Alpine. Um, and there's, you know, going through any of the buildings in town, it was always looking at, well, how much is this going to cost to get it operating? Yeah. How close is this to, you know, starting to make some money sooner than later? And uh, for me, when I finally, when I toured through the, the Granada and Saddle Club, um, it just seemed this is obviously ready to go. Um, you just got to dust it off and yeah. turn it on and people will come. Um, it did mean uh, it is there is quite a bit of work to do to actually get to the co-working space that I want to have. Mm -hmm. um, but I was thrilled by how much of the other businesses were um, ready to operate. Okay, cool. So, um, so in the immediate term, then we have a functioning event space in the old theater building, and then you have an, also a functioning uh, bar slash restaurant. At, yes. Yeah. yeah. Hangout, a lounge next door. Yeah, there's the the bar and lounge next door, um, which had you know all the equipment I would need. Just needed to find some staff and find the right licensing and you know, right. go through the, all the right protocols in the state uh, to get that going. Uh, and the theater was ready with a uh, you know stage and sound and lighting system. Um, just needed to figure out how to make bookings happen, get all the right connections, uh, get caught up on maintenance. Uh, but then also above the theater is the yoga studio. Yeah. Um, which already you know came with mats and equipment and blocks and things. <laughs> right, because so they just locked the doors when it shut down and, yeah, and, and left and, everything there. And so it was a process of uh, finding instructors in town for different uh, talents and inviting them to start hosting classes. And so we currently have jujitsu uh, jiu classes really? and yoga classes. And uh, we also have a couple of massage therapists who rent out the space to give massages. Um, we're talking with somebody about offering kids karate soon. Um, and so it's a versatile space that uh, looks great and just a matter of keeping it clean and keeping the schedule going. Cool. So, okay, so let's imagine uh, we're a visitor coming to town. And so the place that's going to be most readily, absolutely open all the time, that's going to be the lounge. So, yes. So uh, let's see. So this it was the Saddle Club, but now the name has changed, even though there's still a sign out front. But... Yeah, so the way I'm approaching it is that um, I'm not, I don't want to do away with the landmark of the Saddle Club. I think that the building itself remains a Saddle Club. Okay, and that that's good to the, know. And the bar that's operating is Alco Social, and it's at the Saddle Club. And additionally, we just had a new food vendor uh, move in, um, which was the West Texas Italian Delicacies food truck. They're actually uh, closing their truck and moving into our kitchen, and they will be starting up as, uh, as Falla Farm to Table will be the the name of their business but they will be at the saddle club as well yeah and so when are they going to start actually serving when can i go in and, and place my order yeah they actually will have already started by the time uh, this airs they will be opening for dinner service on thursday this and week. so thursday is that is the 10th. august 10th yeah august 10th. 2023 for all you podcast listeners yeah and they will be operating a dinner service every week wednesday through saturday from 4 to 9 p.m and as things uh, progress and go well, they'll start offering a brunch service on Sundays right. as well. And if I want a cold beverage, what are my hours? What are my options? Uh, 12 to midnight. 
12 to midnight every yeah. day? What, what, when are you closed? Um, so that is Monday through Saturday. Okay. Um, we will soon, as we ramp up staffing, we'll start offering uh, Sundays as well. And um, our ultimate goal is getting to um, 8 a.m. to midnight. Although wow. uh, we have plenty of non-alcoholic beverages to consume <laughs> in those earlier hours. But it's to accommodate the co-working space. So right. We, we do already have people who show up right at noon each day to come in with their laptops and start getting to work downstairs. Um, they've already spent their morning nice. at the coffee shop. They want to change a venue. Um, so they come over and start getting their work done. Well, is there anything that uh, people who are thinking about a work-slash-pleasure trip might want to know about what you've got now for them and also what you're thinking about for the future? Yeah, so the, what we have now is more limited, uh, aside from, I guess, the most important thing is that it is a space with the intention of people being there working. So you're not going to be out of place. If you're looking for somewhere to sit down with your laptop for a few hours and you don't want to be bothering anybody or feel guilty about taking up table space, uh, Alcove Social is a place where you can do that. Um, there's no obligation to make additional purchases. If you feel like you've been there for a while, you're going to the bathroom, just like be there, get your work done, feel productive um, so that you can get on with whatever you have planned for your trip in the Big Bend. Um, and for future, um, we are looking at Hopefully, we'll have our renovations in September, October, and so by November time, we'll have our uh, more full-fledged co-working space upstairs above in the Saddle Club, uh, where we would have uh, phone booths and meeting rooms and desks available and additional office equipment. So if somebody needs uh, a last-minute scan or notary or something like that, we could offer that on site. Cool. And now for the bar portion, you've got some events like the trivia thing on Tuesdays is very popular. I understand. I keep hearing good things about it. Yeah, so for the bar, we're trying to keep some regular kind of themed uh, styles going on a weekly basis. We're still building out the calendar for that. But we're doing uh, every Monday is our service industry night. Uh, a lot of other restaurants and places are closed on Mondays, and so a lot of those employees have the day off. And so we're welcoming them all to hang out at Alcove Social. All right. Um, we have uh, this past week, we actually had a sponsor for that event. So um, a couple of uh, Good Samaritans, they um, brought in a band, they brought in some food. And they covered the bar tab for quite a few people oh, who work in services yeah, to come and just have a good time on Monday evening. Well, that's a great idea. And so we'll put that out on the radio for the radio listeners is that all you folks who want to uh, thank those servers who've been doing you, know, doing you right, then you can talk to Benjamin about yeah. underwriting the Monday service industry night. Exactly. It's a little opportunity to, you know, give back to those who are helping, who are, you know, serving us all throughout the week and like, you know, supporting them in their good time as well. Um, so we're, we're doing that on Mondays and then Tuesdays we have our trivias and we are working uh, with a few other groups about seeing what other regular things we can have happen on a Wednesday and Thursday night where it tends to, um, you know, we don't have quite as much foot traffic. Mm -hmm. And then the, yeah, the Fridays and the weekends will be kind of depend on whatever event we have next door. We'll occasionally have large events on this Friday, so uh, August 11th, uh, when this airs, we've got a barn dance in the Granada Theater. Yeah, with fantastic uh, fiddler Doug Moreland, not to be missed. Yeah, and so on a, a night like that, it'll all be connected from the bar through the patio into the theater, and so um, I'm sure you know we'll have a lot of cowboys and people attending the, the Big Ben Rodeo, or the... The Big Ben know, Ranch the Rodeo. The Big Ben Ranch yeah. Rodeo, who'll be uh, hanging out this Friday evening. So, uh... That brings us to the the main event space. One of the things that I find pretty interesting that of your vision for that from the start was that you were you were always thinking beyond 
the the simplest version you know the simple being we've got a stage we will have we'll have performances but you were wanting to have like kids skating and so that's something the roller skating has been an interesting approach to this this room and when are you doing that these days yeah, so that's uh, we do our skate nights every Wednesday night, um, unless we get booked out for a private event. But for the next several weeks, our Wednesday nights are skate nights, and so that runs. Is that from, mainly just for kids, or can anybody come and skate? Uh, anybody can come, but um, we it it's is a getting family event. It's though. a family, yeah. and it is getting consistently popular enough that there are quite a few kids there, and so uh, adults, while they're welcome to skate, they may find <laughs> that they're running into children. <laughs> right. Um, and so if we get more demand, we may uh, see about offering like a more like adult hour. Maybe we have it where it's children from 6 to 8, and then uh, older you know, older teenagers and adults from like 8 onward. Uh, we'll have to see how the demand is for and that. And the couples skate. Yeah, and couples skate. <laughs> uh, you know, you might end up, when as school gets back into session, uh, we might end up uh, bringing in some music or some DJs to kind of make the skate uh, a bit more of a, uh, more of a themed party instead of just having kind of bounce yeah. houses and it's more of a chaos, let out your energy so you can go to bed kind of thing. But so, but um, if you're coming in with your kids, this is a great activity for you to think about on Wednesday nights. Yes, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, and we, we try to, like, our goal really for the space is to be active as often as possible. And so while we are, uh, you know, renting out the space for private events, you know, hosting uh, weddings and banquets um, and other formal gatherings, we don't, I'd rather there be something happening than just have the space empty. Mm -hmm. um, and so we were even over the summer to have some more things for kids. We were hosting movie nights. And so we were just set up the projector and the screen and we're just showing whatever happened to be on that yeah, evening. Yeah, you had like the Harry Potter marathon, I remember that. Yeah, and we've, we've done, yeah, exactly, some other more sponsored screenings. Um, and we have, uh, there's some group of local interest, uh, some interested locals who are looking to put on screening for other popular event, uh, other popular films. So they're looking at gathering together the fees to cover uh, licensing for a movie and then we gotcha. can show that and just have more for the community. Um, so anybody who wants to partner on you know, putting on something they want to see, just reach out. Very yeah. open to really yeah. trying anything. Yeah, Benjamin's an ideas person, so bring your ideas to the Granada. If yeah. I want to know what, what's happening tonight, how do I find out? Where, where do I need to go? Yeah, so you go to GranadaTheater.events. That's our website. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. And actually, all of our different sites for the different uh, businesses are all connected. So if you went to alcove.social, you'd find information about the bar, but then also you could link over and see the Granada. You can also go to lasala.studio for our yoga and jiu-jitsu schedules and, again, connect over to the Granada. And we do have um, uh, a broader uh, page for a, <laughs> another project that's coming soon, which is uh, alpine.events, which will also easily take you to our site. So there's a lot of ways to find us, but if you search for Granada, Alcove, Lasala on Google Maps, or on Google, or on Facebook, uh, you'll find your information. And so uh, what's the picture for visitors for like a tourist in terms of the yoga situation? Is that something that people sign up for repeatedly or walk-ins work? Yes, people can walk in. Uh, it is encouraged to register online for classes because uh, we want to make sure that we have enough students committed for the teacher to be worth their time because mm -hmm. it fluctuates um, as any place does. We'll have classes with 12 to 15 students. We might have a class with two students. And so uh, we want to make sure that we're respecting the time of our instructors. So it's really valuable to always register in advance. Same for our uh, public events, too, that we throw on at the theater is um, it really helps us to staff correctly and make sure that we can put on a good event if we have a good sense of how many people are coming. Gotcha. And so if you're interested, don't wait to the last minute. Even our free events, you can still 
click that attend right. on the website, and then we have a sense of whether we're going to have 15 people or 500 okay. people. So you're doing Benjamin a favor by RSVPing on the website. Even yes. if you knew weeks ago you were going to go and you're just going to show up, it's a free event, but let's all help Benjamin and yeah. go to the website. <laughs> Exactly. So if if I what what was the yoga website again? If I want to take a class when I'm in town? Yeah. So the yoga website is lasala dot studio. That dot is studio. Okay. L a s a l a dot studio. And you got uh, several different teachers running everything. Yeah. At the moment, we have uh, classes with Bailey Ferguson, and we also will uh, next month I have classes brought back again with um, Charles Maxwell. The uh, uh, infamous uh, yeah. architect that we just talked right. about earlier. And he musician. actually yeah, and musician. He's a busy he, guy. Yeah, and he he'll teaches classes in the space that he helped um, design and build uh, 15 years ago. Um, we also uh, will soon have classes by a um, Katrina Dykes. Um, she lives in Trilingua and does um, classes for weeks at a time at different points of the year, depending on travel schedule. But uh, right now we have one teacher teaching on Sundays at 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. But uh, check our website because starting in September we will have uh, more classes throughout the week. Okay, so we've got foods and beverages in in the alcove. In the saddle club, we can still call it the saddle yep. club. I'm so I'm relieved club. because it's going to happen anyway. So it's yeah. good that it's still official. Uh, and you've got the yoga classes and then uh, those occasional events of all kinds at the Granada on an ongoing basis. And speaking of those events, uh, it was how nice it was for Viva Big Bend. To get to have that headlining show, I've been wanting that headlining show and Viva, uh, be in Alpine, you know, for mm -hmm. Viva, because it was, it was at the St. George for a little while and Marfa, Granada was not available. So once again, thank you so much, Benjamin. Yeah, I've been really glad to have the space open. There's been a lot of positive, you know, reception from the community just for having the doors open and being open to hosting whatever people want to do. Um, it's been, uh, yeah, pretty rewarding. Um, and there's, uh, you know, there's more coming in the space. Like, it's a pretty versatile space. It's a building with a lot of little rooms. And so there's also these other two retail spaces out front in the Granada, which is um, we have, out, we have um, Florista Culture, also known as Pedal Pushers, uh, which is our florist shop yeah. based uh, right at the entrance to the Granada Theater. So she'll do fly arrangements for any kind of you know, private event. Or if you're looking to you know, thank your special someone, you know, order them an arrangement. Um, and then we also, in another retail space, we're opening uh, Brews and Hues, which is a little art gallery with locally, locally made art. So we have some jewelry uh, made by Hannah Carroll, and we have some crafts from Theo and some other artists as well contribute to the space. Um, but we do have some refrigerators of some cool beverages people can buy and take off site and you know, walk around town with them. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Is there anything else that we've forgotten? Anything else that we need to, to let people know about? about the Granada, what's happening there. I don't know, we might have covered it. Yeah, and the main thing I want people to know is to reach out and you know, if they have any ideas, anything they want to see happen, that we're very open to putting it on um, and love doing collaborations. Anything where somebody else, if, if somebody else is motivated to do something with the space, uh, I'm very open yeah. to uh, bringing that in because I so, want more to happen, but I can only do so much myself. I'm gonna challenge the whole community to bring the weirdest idea to Benjamin. Like, what, what's your farthest out thought and then see see what he says come on people yeah i second that and also you know all the folks listening from out of town you you want to bring your thing to alpine and try that out get on granadatheater.events and contact them and see uh see if you can do that because yeah. it sounds like this is somebody who's willing to work with you 
Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thanks again, Benjamin, so much. Thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you for opening these spaces to the community again and for working so hard to make them serve the community in all of these different ways. You're definitely someone who's like building systems all the time that overlap each other. And so I, I can't think of anybody else who's like got more angles of how to help the community with multiple businesses than, than yourself. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, Chris. For all of that. And, and thank all of you for joining us for this show every other week. Uh, you can get more information about Heart of the Big Bend at visitalpinetx.com slash podcast or search for Heart of the Big Bend on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most other podcast apps. And for all of you listening locally on KVLF, KALP Radio, and Alpine, thank you, and we'll be back in two Fridays. You've been listening to The Heart of the Big Bend. Hope you liked what you heard and that you'll find the time to experience all that the Big Bend has to offer. See you soon, partner.